Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the official Washington Redskins postgame show. Now here's your host, Scott Jackson. All right, welcome in the official Redskins postgame show after the 20-15 to 15 loss today at the hands of the Green Bay Packers. With the loss, the Redskins, if you were still holding out hope, were eliminated for the postseason. They now will miss the playoffs uh, officially after today's loss. So there you have that. Uh, Dwayne Haskins today obviously playing dinged up throughout with that ankle. Showed a lot of toughness. The Boy, Lambeau Field was not in the greatest of conditions today. A lot of guys slipping and sliding and obviously a lot of injuries for the Redskins today, including uh, one we'll monitor. Hopefully get an update on Ryan Kerrigan, uh, also Ryan Anderson, Darius Geis, obviously with his knee, although he was uh, standing on the sideline throughout the second half, what you would assume is a good sign, but they did not take the chance of putting the running back back in there after the hit to the knee. Uh, with his history, you can understand that. Um, Quinton Dunbar, Fabian Moreau also leaving the games with injuries, and I've probably forgotten somebody. There's a lot of injuries throughout, but uh, many of the players did return and then effectively ended up leaving the game again. All right, a lot of the usual ales for the Redskins took place today that have throughout the season poor third down execution. Uh, did get the Packers off the field on third down for a good amount of time. However, the Packers, obviously, for a stretch of that game, just trucked the Redskins in the running game, of all things. And, you know, to credit the Redskins' defense for diagnosing this before the game, they said they had to stop the run, uh, which they did not do very well. So that was a problem. We'll get into the locker room here in a little bit, Larry Michael. Clinton Portis is going to join us here as well as we get you uh, phone calls at 301. 301- Two three zero zero nine eighty official Redskins post game show uh, calls coming up in a bit, but let's pause ten seconds for station identification. This is Washington Redskins Radio Network twenty to fifteen. The final Packers beat the Redskins today as the Redskins fall to three and ten on the season with three to go. Uh, Eagles, Giants, and Cowboys. We're going to take a timeout. We'll get back. Clinton Porter is going to join us. We'll get to your phone calls. We'll get in the locker room off of the twenty to fifteen loss to the Packers. You're listening to Washington Redskins football. This is the official Washington Redskins postgame show. Now here's your hosts, Scott Jackson and Clinton Portis. Packers beat the Redskins 20-15 to 15 today. Redskins fall to 3-10. and 10. Uh, We'll get your phone calls coming up. we got loaded lines to get to. Uh, 301-230-0980. We'll get CP's take on the game actually as well. And uh, we'll also uh, find out... In a little bit, how Dwayne Haskins is doing after the game, obviously playing through that ankle injury. Hopefully an update on Darius Geis' knee and all the other injuries that uh, mounted up throughout this uh, game. Let's go to the locker room right now. Larry Michael, standing by. Larry? Yeah, we're live in the Redskins locker room. Got Adrian Peterson with me here. And, uh, God, you guys played hard today, man. It took it right down at the end. Um, how would you describe the feeling of this football team after this one? 
<sighs> bittersweet. You know, um, obviously we came in here to keep our eight percent playoff hopes alive and to get a to get a W on the road. And, and I think we just started off too slow and had to play catch up. Um, you know, honestly, we had opportunities and we just didn't execute. You know, we didn't take advantage of the opportunities that were presented by the defense, special teams, offensively. We just didn't, we just didn't do enough. You know, so that's, that's that that hurts. You guys got three games to go, and I think the makeup of this team is going to take it right down to the final game, regardless of what the situation is. Do you agree with that? Oh yeah, I definitely agree. You know, you look at this game, guys are out there fighting until that offside kick. You know, keeping hope alive, and that's the one thing I love about this team is the energy and the fight, the grit that that we have as a team. You know, we can beat anybody with that mentality. You got a touchdown today. Tell me about that one. It was a good job by Harmon getting it down there, and you put it across. Yeah, yeah, great job by Harmon. And, uh, you know, just having a nose for the end zone, the guys up front did a great job and uh, just just made it happen. Appreciate your time, man. Appreciate you, AP. Thank you, man. All right, Adrian Peterson in the Redskins locker room. Let's go back to the studio. All right, Adrian Peterson, 20 carries, 76 yards in a touchdown of the day. As you heard him say, kept the game close, but obviously couldn't break through. Had some opportunity, CP, but, uh, you know, not one of those games where they made the big play when the game was still kind of in the balance. Yeah, you know, Green Bay had an opportunity. When you watch this team, it's just it's just one of those things like you watch how they started the game and you knew that you had an opportunity to run the ball against Green Bay, but you come out throwing the ball and Haskins was not healthy. It was obvious he wasn't healthy. He couldn't even give handoffs. So you put all the pressure on Haskins, then you find rhythm in a running game and you lose guys. Then after you lose guys, it goes back to putting the pressure on Haskins when you have a healthy AP that's running hard. Numerous situations in this game that I felt like Redskins could have swung the momentum and after the the second and nine carry, I think um I think AP picked up eight yards. And they go on to shotgun for It was a third and one and a half, yeah. And you go to shotgun with no back. And I just think the rhythm of this team, not only not only for offense, Kevin O'Connell has to get in touch with his players. When you see guys running hard, when you see AP running hard and pulling people, come back to him. You can't run guys on and off the field. Guys had a big run. He, I mean, unfortunately, he got injured. Sure. But when you have that kind of run that's been sparking you for the last two weeks, you have to continue. All right, uh, CP's Breakdown brought to you by Natka National Air Traffic Controls Association. They guide you home safely. We'll get back to uh, Larry in the locker room here in a bit. We'll hopefully hear from Dwayne Haskins again, the uh, the ankle injury. And I just saw some video. You know how Green Bay is because you played there before. Um, there's no elevators. So you got to walk up those ridiculous stairs. Um, the Saints game is bonkers, isn't it? Saints just scored! That is crazy. As uh, Smith gets in the end zone with just 53 seconds left, which may be too much time with the way this game's gone. Yeah. Uh, 46-45, it seems like a lot of time left in that football game. Uh, the way the things have gone so far. Alright, we'll get to uh, the, more of the post game in the locker room coming up in a bit. Let's grab a, a couple calls away up time. Joe in Springfield, go ahead. How you doing? Hey, Scott, CP, what's going on? You are, buddy. Go ahead. Uh, First of all, let me just say that I was in Chicago over the weekend, and my flight took off at exactly the time kickoff started, so I watched the whole game on my phone and drove home with the radio on, so that shows your dedication as a Burgundy Gold fan right there. I never let you all down. But uh, I do got to say that despite all the injuries we had today, I think we had like six or seven, it felt like. It felt like more. The fact that it was still feeling like a one-score game tells you how this team has been with Callahan's interim coach. We go back to... October when we only allowed the 49ers nine points in the rain, 
But the fact that the 49ers now are putting up 45 points, as you're saying, on the uh, Saints right now, it just shows you the dedication we got when we have these backup players come in. And just pray that all these players go okay, especially Ryan Kerrigan. Listen, you know, Ryan Kerrigan can play next week. It'd be pretty cool for him to tie a franchise record in sacks at home next week and also or the week after that. But we got to uh, figure this out. I mean, we can't keep going down these 14 nothing holes that we've had the last two weeks. I mean, I know we rallied against the Panthers last week, but that's Kyle Allen is on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers still found some way to win the game from the day, but still, I mean, valiant effort, but see what I got to do. And I got to go uh, get ready for work because I can get, adjust the time zone all over again. So talk to you all next week. HGTR. <laughs> but take it easy. Listen, the guys actually do play for Kelly. They play really hard. And yeah. you, when you look at the situation, it's not one of those quick because they had numerous opportunities down early. You were down 14 points. Same as last week. You're down. And they, it, it's like the fight continues and it's sparked by a different guy. And I know uh, it, it's crazy that you put yourself in a situation to come back and, and have a chance to uh, tie this game late. But I feel like we got to force Terry McLaurin the ball more because he's capable of those type of plays. And when he makes a play like that, imagine if you force feed him the ball. What a sick catch that was. Even, even with Sims Jr., you had opportunity, you know, on the, on the fumble that was called, I mean, the reception that was called a fumble by him. It's just playmakers. So you're developing playmakers. You're starting to get guys that's feeding off of each other. And I think that's just Callahan mentality because – Often under Gruden, if they got down early, the game was over. It was just like on cruise mode and no one fought to come back. And I heard Doc say something on air as I was riding in, and he said, man, we're still in this game, and nobody seems like it. So you just got to find more character, and that guy had been Darius Geis on the sideline, which he said in Carolina, I'm the only one on the sideline jumping around trying to get guys into this game. Now you need to find more characters. You need to find more guys that's involved in the game, cheering on players, and that's going to ignite something on the sideline as well. All right, uh, let's quickly run through some final team numbers. 18-18 in terms of first downs for both squads. Uh, Redskins just 262 total yards. The Packers 341. Uh, the Redskins on the day had 10 drives. Packers at 11. Uh, Redskins 121 rushing yards. Green Bay 174. Uh, the penalties not much of a problem for the Redskins. They just three for 25. Green Bay five for 34. Both teams turned the ball over once each. Time of possession slight edge to Green Bay. Although it felt like at times they had it forever. 30 to 24. 29 to 36 for the Redskins on the day. Dwayne Haskins 16 to 27. 170 yards a touchdown and interception. Aaron Rodgers, 18 to 28, 195 yards and a touchdown. Going in, you probably live with those numbers, but then there is the Jones factor, the other Aaron, uh, who killed you. Aaron Jones, 16 for 134 and a touchdown. We mentioned AP, 20 for 76 and a touchdown. McLaurin, your leading receiver, 4 for 57 and a touchdown. And Jones, the leading receiver for Green Bay as well. He had almost 160 yards in total offense today, 6 for uh, 58. All right, we'll take a timeout. By the way, the final numbers are presented to you by Novak Power that you can trust. We'll take another timeout. We'll get back to calls. If you're on the line, hang in there. It is the official Redskins postgame show. Scott Jackson, Clinton Portis after the 20-15 to 15 loss to the Packers. And yes, the playoff race is over officially, Clinton. I know you had the scenarios broken down this week on a 28-minute podcast, but uh, it's not your 26-minute podcast. It's not going to happen now. Sorry. Listen. For this team to still have have the fight, it, for, first off, it was crazy to even be in the hunt and still have the possibility. Then you get the Cowboys to lose on Thursday night, which really riles you up yeah. as a fan. But for it to end in Green Bay, this team went and showed fight in Green Bay because Green Bay on paper is a much better team. But they stood toe-to-toe. If you could have 
if Geis would have stayed healthy and you would have attempted to run the ball from the beginning instead of every down, subbing guys out, first down, second down, third down, you sub every player out. If you would have continuously ran the ball from start to finish and lived by die by your model of attempting to run, I think you're I think you had a different outcome to this game because they weren't outmanned by the Green Bay Packers. I think they got to a slow start and uh hurt Haskins didn't help you. You know, I don't think coaches can be so stubborn to say, well, Haskins is going to play when he's not 100%. He's not better than the guys that's on the bench. Showed you and a lot, though, didn't he, though, in terms yeah, of the way he I competed? Mean, because he's a competitor. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I mean, I'm sure end, he said he didn't want to come out, right? There's no chance he was going to let him It doesn't matter what he yeah. said if he's hurting you. Early on in the game, they didn't have a run through You know, and then they had an opportunity where they went for it and Haskins had to run. He wasn't healthy to run. He couldn't give a handoff. If you look, he was hobbled. The entire game so in just certain situations I think it's fine-tuned things that's going to be tweaked and you're going to get a better effort and better performance out of this team next season all right uh coming up back to the calls back to the locker room hanging there if you're on the line Redskins lose to the pack 20 to 15 this is the Washington Redskins radio network this is the official Washington Redskins postgame show now here's your hosts Scott Jackson and Clinton Portis at the two, hand off Peterson. Peterson gets hit. Peterson spins. AP into the end zone for a Redskins touchdown. What an answer right there. That's a big game changer right there. Tonight's MVP is presented by your local Kia dealers. Visit Kia.com to learn more. AP, the MVP, is voted on by the broadcast crew tonight as uh, the Redskins lose to the Packers 20-15. to Peterson uh, carried the load when uh, Gary's Geis went out 24-76 yards and a touchdown. And in the end, though, not enough. Uh, I'll tell you what else hurt in this game, CP. Not getting points before half. They had a little drive going and obviously... Uh, Haskins gets picked off right before half. That was that was a that was a hurt hurtful moment certainly as part of this game. That was just a crushing defeat by the San Francisco. Yeah, the, oh, you're, I'm sorry, yeah. you're focused on the other. Game. Yes, the yeah. 49ers just uh, won uh, in New Orleans <laughs> thanks to some partial stupidity on the Saints part. But anyway, that was that was crushing. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the locker room. Larry Michael, stand by. Got Coach Bill Callahan here with us in the Redskins locker room. And Coach, God, you guys just battled and fought your way uh, again. Got into a hole early and, and somehow uh, got into the game at the very end. Uh, what's your recap on this one, Coach? Well, I, I, like you said, the slow start killed us. You know, I, I, we went into the game knowing that we had to start fast and not giving him Aaron Rodgers a short field. We gave it to him twice. They capitalized, and we dug that hole. You know, and it's not the defense's fault uh, offensively that we had a roll in it, and we just never got out of that hole early, which which they capitalized on. Status of Darius Geis? Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, I'm just going to find out a little bit more uh, as as he gets evaluated to the extent uh, of the injury. We'll, we'll know here in the next half hour or so. Okay, same thing on Kerrigan? Same thing as well. Dwayne uh, obviously hurt his ankle. Did you ever contemplate mm-hmm. uh, changing him? No, he was fine. We asked him how he was doing. He was fine. You know, he was competing. You know, everybody gets nicked in this game, and he was fine. You know, Aaron Rodgers, we played him last year on a, on a kind of a bum ankle, so, uh, you know. There's no excuses about you know in terms of injury. So as long as he was fine, you know, and he was cleared, uh, we rolled. After Ionitis got that sack, I thought you had him where you wanted him, but but they convert the third, and that that ends up being the the game winning drive. It really does. And I thought our D line played well, put consistent pressure on him, 
you know, uh, as the game moved on, I thought we made some big plays on defense. But, again, you know, this is a great quarterback. And, our, you know, credit to the Packers. You know, they did a good job against us. This team has shown a lot of pride down the stretch. You have three NFC East games to wrap it up, and I would expect the same the next three weeks. Yeah, you know, that's how we left it today with the team. You know, you know this is a prideful group of guys, and they're competitive, and they persevered through a lot of things. They're, they're a resilient group, and they're prideful, and they, they got a lot of drive in them, Larry, and uh, they want to win, you know, and uh, no better circumstances than to go up against your three divisional opponents and, and try to grab as many as you can. Thank you, Bill, for the time. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, thank you. Well, Callahan and the Redskins locker room. Let's go back to CP and Jax. All right, Bill Callahan with Larry presented by Fitzgerald Automotive Group. Transparency and trust, that's the Fitz way. All right, you heard the coach there. He did not feel like the Dwayne Haskins injury was an issue. Boy, oh boy, um, if you would have been on the Twitter, and we're going to get him on these phone lines as well, I, I think it, for a lot of people on the outside looking in, it was a big issue. Uh, as you watched him, couldn't get the one hand off there at times. You know, not the fleetest foot guy anyway. It looked like he was kind of dragging that foot. I mean, they made a ton of mentions of it during the broadcast. Rondy Barber and Kenny Albert, you know, isolated plays where it looked like the that he was limited. So that shows you one of the disconnects in knowing your players. Mm-hmm. Because it's not a player that's on the field that's not selfish enough to say, hey, coach, take me out. Yeah. I, I don't feel good. But as a coach, it's your your task with making a tough decision. Your your task with um, taking care of players. I remember Coach Shanahan told me before my final game, which I I didn't know, that he wanted me to wait to play. He said, mm-hmm. "I've saw you the last two weeks in practice. You're almost back. I want you to wait." I said, "No, I'm not waiting. I'm ready to go on the field. I never touch the field again." Mm-hmm. As a coach, you got to make the tough decision. And for Haskins, he was hobbled. You didn't see any mobility and. Certain plays he couldn't make. So we've already had questions about him stepping into passes and everything else. But this game forced him to play hobble. So you look at that situation. I just think, especially knowing early on in the game that he was hobbled, I think you have to stick with your run game. You have to rely heavy on your run game. You have to hand the ball off. In those first six plays where I think you had three sacks in your first six plays, they should have been handoffs in the first place. Um, your thoughts on what might be? What, what do you? What did your? What's your impression? When I first saw the guy, said you looked terrible. Uh, I guess it was encouraging they kept him on the sidelines. He stood up, but I mean, I'm not going to say that means he's in the clear. We've seen this before, where guys are standing around walking around after games, and then an MRI comes back and there's a problem. I just, you know, I feel so bad for guys because yeah. he badly wants to be on the field. He badly wants to play. Football and he brings so much to the game. He brings so much to this team when he's available. But this is if this is his third major knee injury, this is a setback. Like this is a real setback. You're constantly in position of recovering and rehabbing that the love for the game kind of disappears. And it, 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 you're always, it's not like you want to question God in these situations, but you're wondering, why me? Like, right, I right. can't, you know, he he's had two good weeks and we've gotten really excited. And then all of a sudden, on a big run, on another big run, the violence that he plays with, and it was nothing he could do. It was nothing he could do to avoid that tackle. That was a great tackle in the open field. And it's just the fact that if this is his third major injury, it would actually be his fourth major injury, even going back to college. Yeah, college yeah. Then 
I mean, you you got to start talking career. Like, it's hard to continuously recover. He's young, so that's the yeah. bright thing about it. But if he has to miss another entire season, that's going to be tough. Well, hopefully it's nothing serious. But, again, we don't know until later. Uh, you know, again, these you know whether it's ACL, PCL, or MCL, hopefully none of those. Uh, maybe it's just a sprain. We'll see. All right. Um, coming up, we'll get back to some more of the calls. We'll get back in the locker room as well. We'll hear from Dwayne Haskins at some point, we hope, as well. Uh, the Redskins lose to the Packers 20-15. to Official Redskins postgame show. Scott Jackson and Clinton Portis here with you. You're listening to Washington Redskins football. This is the official Washington Redskins postgame show. Now here's your hosts, Scott Jackson and Clinton Portis. Redskins lose to the uh, Packers 20-15. to Welcome back. This is Redskins postgame show. Redskins now 3-10 and on the season. Yeah, they got a three-game stretch down this home stretch here with just division opponents, the Eagles, the Giants, and followed by the Cowboys on the road. And that is all she wrote for the 2019 season. And it's on to 2020. We'll get into some of the... Uh, scuttlebutt on the pregame shows today about who the Redskins may or may not be targeting when it comes to coaches as well. All right, uh, lines are loaded. Uh, We're going to get back to uh, the phones, and we're going to go to Joe in Eastville, Virginia. What's happening, Joe? Hey, thanks for your call. I appreciate you guys coming to work today. Sure. Hey, I... Joe, you there? Joe. Joe, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, stay there. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're having okay. a hard time connecting with you. Um, hold on the line there. I'll go on to somebody else, see if we can better connect, find a better spot to stand. Johnny in Chicago, go ahead. Hey, what's up, Scott? Hey, what's up, CP? How you doing, man? What's going on, bro? All right, hey, listen, uh, I agree with everything you said that Callahan should have been running the ball instead of putting all the pressure on Dwayne Haskins. But, CP, I'm looking at the game. I don't think he should have been in the game when he tweaked his ankle when uh, Smith landed on his ankle. I think he should have been out the game. But I'm looking at his accuracy, man. It's just it's just not going to work uh, for the Redskins to keep him as a quarterback going forward. I don't think it is. They're going to have to have a whole new coaching staff to come up in here and, and do something, man, because I don't think Bill Callahan is, is the answer. If more they keep winning – the more the this, this staff going to stay there, the more Bruce Allen's going to stay there. So I'm just hoping they lose lose the next three games, which is a possibility, and we're going to have to style it over, CP. I'm going to take it off the air. What do you think about that, CP? Yeah, CP, what do you think about that? <clears throat> so for me, that's above my pay grade to make that decision. <laughs> uh, just you're getting, you're getting guys to respond uh-huh. with, with Callahan. I'm not uh-huh. sure he's going to be your head coach next year. But this year you're getting guys to respond, and that's what you want. You want to give whomever come in an opportunity to have some talent to work with and to be able to make plays. And I think with Coach Callahan, what he's showing you is you got some guys that can run the ball. We're not sure what's going to happen with with Haskins, but um, you, he's giving you guys that's making plays. He's showing you – some of the stuff, you know, for guys that maybe you had questions about for whomever they bring in, he's showing you, hey, this guy can play, this guy can't. All right, let's get back to the locker room in Lambo. Here's Larry Michael. Got Dwayne Haskins, uh, Jr., with us here. And first of all, Dwayne, how you feel? I see you limping a little bit. How does that ankle feel? I'll be all right. Yeah? Yeah. When did that happen? How did that happen on that one tackle they made on you? Uh, second quarter, uh, pressing laid on me a little wrong, and my ankle got caught underneath, but I'm good. 
What's your recap of this game? I think you guys got into a little bit of a hole and uh, maybe too deep of a hole to come out. Yeah, I mean, like we said during the week, you can't fall behind at Lambeau Field or Aaron Rodgers. They don't care who you are or what team you're playing for. So, uh, you know, we'll learn from it and, we'll, uh, you know, we actually did some good things despite of and um, figured out um, ways to make plays happen when we needed to and we we'll keep getting better. Big throw and catch by Harmon that set you up for that touchdown. Tell me about that play. Yeah, man, um, those young guys are battling. I'm really excited about the guys around me, him, uh, Terry, Steven. And, um, you know, those three guys worked really hard, and I appreciate it. How did Terry's catch look from where you saw it? I mean, I knew uh, we played Savage in college. He went to Maryland. So um, I knew he was eyeing me up. I knew I was going to throw to Terry the whole time. I was just trying to hold him as much as I could. And, um, you know, I was trying to put it high enough where you can undercut it. So Terry made a hell of a catch. Ever suggest that you come out of the game during the course of the game? Did anybody suggest I that to you? I going out. I don't care what anybody said. Didn't think so. What's the outlook for the last three games? you got NFC East foes. The team has played with a lot of pride, Dwayne, and I think it's going to continue. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we you know, get some wins against the NFC East. we got three games left in the season go out with a, on a high note. Um, you know, we had a lot of trials and tribulations, but I'm excited to, to go home for the next few weeks and finish in Dallas. Good to see you doing good, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Larry. All right, Dwayne Haskins in the Redskins locker room. Let's go back to the studio. Presented by Fed Choice Federal Credit Union. Become a member today at fedchoice.org. Larry with Dwayne Haskins. You heard him. Wasn't coming out no matter what. CP. That's when you got to get your, your players out their own way yeah. um, because he didn't look he didn't look mobile on the first play of the game. Um, you saw those two sacks early on uh, that he, he really didn't look mobile then. And then right. he just admitted to getting injured mm-hmm. during the game, you know, which I think that's another thing he has to work on because he calls it out ASAP. And I think after a year or so where he gets a better understanding in self-diagnosing mm-hmm. and understanding your coach and covering your coach or whatever right now he has to not point out oh yeah this is what happened and and this is where it was i got hurt when your coach just was on saying oh nothing was wrong with him he was fine <laughs> like no yeah that's a slap in the face i remember getting yeah. benched for that um at the university of miami against east carolina same thing happened but in these situations just for haskins in his growth right he's going to He's going to understand where he's sometimes you're best suited to remove yourself because if you're not getting it done, you're hindering, you're hindering everyone else's performance. And, you know, you, you often get these outstanding performances where a guy play hurt and the yep. team rallies around him. But when you're setting the team back, you need to understand that as well. All right, uh, coming up, we'll get back to the phone lines at 301-230-0980. Uh, I think we're probably done with the locker room portion. Yeah, I think they're wrapping up there. Uh, but we'll hear some of the pressers later as well in the second hour. We'll get the Callahan presser to get a little bit more detail on some of these things. And obviously, uh, hopefully, some more information on Darius Geis before we sign off the air as well. He'll have an MRI tomorrow. Okay, there you go. Uh, as I ask, I get it. Uh, he'll have an MRI tomorrow to, to determine the extent of his injury. And I'll just say this, and I know people go, well, he was standing on the sideline, he was walking around and all this stuff. But, I mean, you've seen it so many times in the NFL, CP, where guys will walk off the field they say they feel fine, the knee feels good, and the next day they get the bad news and the swelling goes down and the MRI results come in. I don't forget James Stewart in Jacksonville literally walked off the field in his own, was standing in the locker room telling everybody he was fine, the next day his season was over. I mean, you know, I remember seeing that happen before. It just, it just happens too often in the NFL to have any kind of feel for what, what his knee's like. Yeah, it does, because after you take this flight and the inflammation yeah. sets or 
however your knee reacts. I wouldn't I wouldn't bring him back tonight. That's an interesting I point. would actually wait instead of putting him on the flight because if this is and I'm sure Dr. Andrews is at sure. the game. Or they put something on him maybe, I don't know. They yeah, but that's that's hard, man. Yeah. Still when you fly and yeah. that knee once you sit on that plane and you can't stretch mm-hmm. out and that knee, you know, it changes. So I just hope he's all right. I hope yeah. there's nothing major and you know, if he has to miss a week to recover, that's fine. But if he's right. if this is one of those injuries that he's gotta go back under the knife or Oof. he's gonna be out for the season, it's gonna be really tough. No question. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll get back to calls. Redskins lose their package twenty fifteen. This is the Washington Redskins Radio Network. This is the official Washington Redskins postgame show. Now here's your hosts, Scott Jackson and Clinton Portis. Haskins takes a snap. Haskins fires at the middle. One-hand grab by Terry McLaurin for a Redskins touchdown. What a catch by Scary Terry. Scary Terry with the touchdown safe drive of the game brought to you by Crown Royal Regal Apple Smooth Decor. Please drink responsibly, Larry Michael. On the call there, and uh, we will uh, get back to some of the uh, post-game uh, comments from uh, head coach Bill Callahan and Dwayne Haskins on their pressers next hour. But we'll uh, try to continue this hour with some phone calls at 301-230-0980. Clinton Portis, Scott Jackson here with you on the official Redskins post-game show. And to our man Toothpick in enemy tor- territory in Fort Worth joins us. What's happening? Hey, what's good, Scott? What's good, CP? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Okay, so listen, right? I hope that we get a coach that actually looks at teams' stats, what they're good at and what they're not good at, and and plans on attacking their weaknesses. Because, uh, I mean, you come in, you see that they have a bad run defense, and we come out in the first series and set the tone by throwing the ball. What kind of sense does that make? I mean, come on now. The first series, hold on a second, hold on a second. I totally agree with him. They went AP, no gain. They went Geis, one yard gain, Haskins, sack. That was the first series. So in that first series, no, I I agree with him. In those six carries, one carry to AP, one carry to Geis, and then a sack doesn't help you. You can't come out with that kind of game plan. All those plays were obvious. And then on the flip side, you saw Green Bay come out and open up with play action passes. It was the second passes. drive when they went passing, hey. when, they went, when they went backwards. <clears throat> that was when they were backwards. Uh, the third drive was a mix, again, run, run, pass, which is the normal pattern here. And that didn't work. Then it was the third drive that they actually got a first down. And, again, that was run, 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 pass, run, pass, sack, punt. So, I mean – I'm just saying, they did do a lot of run. And then their fifth drive was the run, 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 run all the way down the field until they, uh, and I think there was one pass, and it was the third and uh, 13 pass that was a 30-yarder. So there you go. I know I know. Buffalo kept Lamar Jackson off the field today because he's the MVP of the league by doing you know what worked for them to keep their best player off the field. That's all I want. It's just a coach that knows how to keep the other team off the field and get us in position to win. You still got to execute. I mean, they had when they ran the ball and they blocked it, they were good. But when they didn't run it and didn't block it, they were bad. I mean, there, there is that too, right? I mean, and, and you did talk right. about running the ball all week. I got to be honest with you. Right. I don't like to see the first play be a play action shot downfield because all you talked about all week was pounding Green Bay. They're not stupid. I mean, they knew what they were going to do. And the tendency for the Redskins is to run every stinking first down. <laughs> so that's where you should have came with the action. Right, right. And they didn't. So 
All right. Thanks for taking my call. All right, Toothpick. See you, man. I think, but you, I think you guys are thinking about this. The first two drives together. The first drive, they did run like to nausea. Yeah, but it wasn't. It didn't you run ran, well. Yeah, you, it didn't run well, but I'm yeah, saying they ran. They attempted it. Situational football, Scott, is first down, you're running the ball when you should. That should have been your play action now. Second down, you put Geis in the game, and I think they ran it out of shotgun. Third down, you get sacked. It's obvious. In those obvious, you got you got to get teams to loosen up or open open up. Second drive, you came out pass, pass, pass. Like yeah. you're not getting your guys that you actually feed off of involved. So you had two series of nothing. You went six and out. Six and out. No first downs. Nothing positive out of it, and you're already down. The yeah. worst was the fourth drive. I believe it was the fourth drive. It was later on where they had the. Third and one and a half, and, and they, they went up, shotgun. They went shotgun, and he got the pass batted down to the line of scrimmage. Listen, why are you? Yeah. I hate, you know one thing I hate, and this is not just for running backs; mm-hmm. it's for all players. When you're constantly jogging to the sideline because they switch packages, leave me on the field. Let me yeah. get a feel for the game. You have why are you? It's second down. AP haven't even gotten involved in the game. Did you draw that play up for guys? Like, oh, here's our opportunity to give guys a quick carry. No, let AP stay on the field. It's first down, AP, second down, guys, third down, Chris Thompson. No one got a feel for the game. Like, you wasted three series before you even get involved in the game, and you're already down and behind. You can't make up. You don't have a high-potent offense that recovers. Well, it, it seems like they have this pecking order, right, that they're sold on. It may not matter because if guys, you know, who knows what's up with his knee. But it does seem like they've kind of stuck, with, decided to stick with this pecking order. It's got to be AP first, then guys. And then instead of it doesn't maybe matter who's up. first or second. What I'm saying yep. is, let whoever you put in the game, let them get Finish get, a, the get an opportunity. Gotcha. Let them get an opportunity. If you watch Green Bay, they go with Jones, then they come back with Williams. They go with Jones, they come back with Williams. It's not oh, let's sub him out, let's run him on and off the field. That's more tiring than carrying the ball. <laughs> All right, let's get to Mark and Chevy Chase. What's happening? Hey, this is Mark. That was fun. That was really fun. Uh, way to go, Callahan. Good coaching. Um, I think if that was Gruden, uh, we wouldn't have an opportunity to win that game because of time mismanagement. Uh, you all got the wrong script. I'm not sure what some of these people in town are up to because uh fact is uh, Callahan started uh, off with the team. Uh, we'd be down by a touchdown or 10 points with about uh, – that much time left, and Haskins would do nothing. We saw Haskins, and hey, was he 17 or number nine out there for the old timers? Because they were a little before me, but he was looking good on that one ankle because they went 95 yards one series, and they came back and uh, and uh, scored with under two minutes. Uh, part of the coaching, I love this rugby mentality, but I at least saw five points uh, up there. I know a guy in uh, North Carolina who could drop kick a ball about 50 yards. Uh, so, you know, I saw at least five points up on the board. I tell you this, uh, let's stop talking about players and start talking about plays. We're not the Washington Nationals here. I know the Nationals won the championship, but it's time to bring back the Gibbs uh, gut 52s or whatever they're called and, and start talking about plays. For example, that last play, bring it back to the last play, that onside kick. I'm sure if we had a little bit more of a rugby mentality, we'd go 
we get that onside kick because that's the basic play in rugby. We go down the field because we were going to score again a touchdown if we got the ball. All right, have a good day and a better win, uh, loss for the Redskins than against uh, Minnesota and San Francisco when I think we beat the point spread, but better this time is that we finally saw Haskins did the two-minute offense. Uh, good luck to Burrow or any other rah-rah this move quarterback and Cowhead should be there. Ed, we need to bring in Lance Taylor, Native American coach, I keep saying. All right. and, yes, and, you do, Mark. You you certainly do. i tell you what. Mark, I, I, we need to see a game with him sometime. I'd like to see what's on the menu. All right. Uh, 301-230-0980. Uh, let's get Peter in Wilmington. Peter, what's happening? Hey, Scott, CP, love your show. CP, I always love you. You, you, got, you were right on you're welcome. You were right on about earlier in the game when you don't have a coach, and I like Cal, but you don't have a coach that has a feel for the whole player situation and what's going on. And that you need to have that kind of person. I'm just wondering, I think today's game, and I kind of I enjoyed it. You know, I thought we played better. Haskins showed me he's got a lot of guts. But I think today's game really kind of put the end of the Callahan thing coming back. And I don't like to see anybody lose their job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I don't think everybody realizes how hard it is on these people. But I'm wondering if we get another coach, does Callahan still play, still still uh, return as the uh, uh, O-line coach? I think it think? should be up to the next coach. If they, if they clean house, let me, I'll make this very clear. If they clean house, the next person needs to be able to pick their own staff. <laughs> it's so ridiculous that they don't have that here normally. And it's, it's you not can't a good have hold over and yeah, say, oh, I'm going to hold this coach yeah. over because I like him. You and don't want money. No, you don't the want next to coach yeah. needs to bring in yes. whoever they feel yes. comfortable with because right. you can't have, you saw that in, in Coach Gruden and yes. Coach Callahan. He wanted to run a, a particular, whatever they were saying, oh, Callahan does a run game and Gruden does a passing game a passing game coordinator that never works it never works. Your run game and your pass game has to go together. They have to um, give you similarities. They have to not be, oh, when we're running the ball, we're in two backs and when we're passing, we're in shotgun or when we're doing this. Everything needs to be disguised. That's the beauty of football. The Patriots don't have a lot of plays. The Patriots bread and butter play was a pick play. They run it out of 70 formations. And you already know what's coming. It's just so hard to adjust your defense to that. You know where the ball is going. You know what zone they're trying to get in. The Patriots don't throw the ball 60 yards downfield. They give the ball to you underneath and allow their guys to run away with it. Guess what play we never call? Pick plays. You never see our receivers coming across field. You never see McLaurin catching an easy pass that he could turn up and run with. Sims Jr., the same way. These are easy ways to get receivers involved in the game. These are easy ways to give receivers catches to give them an opportunity to say, all right, I got me a play. Instead of the first ball you throw to him is a 20-yard comeback or a big play that maybe he tips up. Get these guys warmed up. You're not giving – we have so many wasted plays, and, and we don't have enough plays to waste any plays. So, therefore, you're <laughs> right. not even setting anything up with your wasted play. It's like, oh, this was just a play wasted. It, not that, oh, I'm coming back to this exact look, and I'm going to hit them with this because I know how they're going to line up to it. All right, I'll tell you what. We'll get back to calls in a minute. Uh, we're going to pause 10 seconds for station identification first. So this is the Washington Redskins Radio Network. 
Packers beat the Redskins 28-15 to officially, mathematically, all that stuff eliminating the Redskins from the postseason. Uh, so now people can start worrying about the draft order full-time. All right, coming up in the second hour, we'll get to uh, Bill Callahan's presser. We'll get back to your phone calls. If you're on the line, hang in there. Uh, Clinton Portis, Scott Jackson here with the official Redskins postgame show. This is the Washington Redskins Radio Network. 